Hi, I'm Chris Brodenin, the 2023-2024 president of the Junior League of Atlanta, and I'd like to welcome you to this episode of JLA Inside Out, stories from inside and outside of the Junior League of Atlanta. And welcome to another episode of JLA Inside Out. My name is Marshall Weeks, and I am one of the co-producers of the podcast, along with Mia Wells. Um, today, um, we are here with Chris Brotnin, our president of the Junior League of Atlanta. Thank you for coming back um, to speak with us, Chris. Of course. We're so excited to, to be chatting with you this morning. Awesome. And so wanted to get you back on the podcast because you have been a very busy person. We've been busy here within the JLA and I wanted to get somewhat of a halfway point or a sort of like a a update on what's been going on. Could you share some of those things with us? Sure. We have had such a busy league year. It's hard to believe that it's January. Um, When I reflect on all of the amazing things that we've accomplished so far, all of you who are listening, for those of you who are members that our members have accomplished, um, and if you're not, would love to just share a little bit about all of the amazing events and activities and service opportunities and that our members have been engaging in um, this year. So I am am so excited about all the work that our, I continue to be so impressed with all the work that our placement, community placement members have done. Um, We have estimated more than 500 hours served directly in the community through our 14 placements. Um, Our community sampler volunteers who are members who go to different opportunities where um, non-placement agencies who are just community partners have expressed a need for us have done over 175 hours of service and they've um, worked with 15 different nonprofit partners from Helping Mamas to Hope Atlanta to so many different great organizations who have um, had a need for our trained volunteers. So really, really proud and always so impressed with all of the work that our community um, volunteers do. Um, We have also had some really fun and exciting membership events. I know you've been to so many of them. Uh-huh. Um, we've kicked off the year in um, August with a great event at Postino, which has been a new corporate partner for us. They're awesome restaurant um, chain. Very good. Lo- yeah, they have two locations <laughs> here in Atlanta, and they did a great give back event for us where we um, were able to go in a percentage of the food that we, you know, consumed and drinks that night came back to the junior league and they gave us a first drink free. They've also done several different events for us with their catering. So we, we love Postino um, and look for more with them throughout the rest of the league year. But that was a really great event that we had over 80 plus members come out. Um, we had a, a holiday event at Dillard's, which was so fun. Um, that was. Had, yes. We had a fashion show that members were in. Um, we had uh, influencer Emily Hertz, who's a local um, big influencer. She had a designed a new collection with Dillard's and our members were wearing those clothes as they walked the runway and we got to shop and have access to all kinds of different pop-ups throughout the store. So those were two really fun highlights with our corporate sponsors, but we've had mm-hmm. so many other membership and other give back events as well throughout the first half of the league year and are so grateful to all of those businesses and partners that work with us. Kendra Scott is another one who we've done some great events with. Um, We've had a lot of open houses. So we had 80 provisionals in our fall class. So yes. So um, 
we're so happy about those 80 new members. And now this spring, we have about 65 new members who are in our spring provisional class. And so they're busy learning what it means to be a member of the junior league, learning about our community work, learning about our placements and training opportunities. So they're kicking off the new members um, for the spring are kicking off in a couple of weeks at their Saturday new member retreat. So okay. that would be a great opportunity um, for them to learn more about the league. And we continue to have open houses for prospective members as well. So if you're interested in joining the junior league and you're listening and you're not a member already, or you know some friends who would be, please encourage them to come to some of our open houses this spring. Um, our sustainers have been really, really busy this fall, mm-hmm. and I loved getting to spend some time with them at events. They had a beautiful soiree with over 200 attendees in November. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. They have all these affinity groups that meet regularly and do fun social activities and service activities as well. So love um, all of our sustainers and are so grateful to all of them. They're getting ready to go to the High Museum, I saw. They are, they are really soon. They have a great um, tour and special event there. Um, We also had an amazing, and I know y'all have talked about this, but our GMM in September was Mm -hmm. really, really um, well attended. And it was just a dynamic, dynamic panel of experts on Mm -hmm. literacy in particular. We had that at Drew Charter School. So we highlighted the work of Drew and Eastlake and the East Foundation and we have our next GMM coming up um, in February, February 6th, and it'll be at the Atlanta Speech School. Um, so that's another upcoming opportunity to, to get plugged in and to hear more about where we are as the league. Um, our Advocacy and Initiatives Council has also you know, done some amazing work this fall and will continue into the spring as the session has now kicked off. Um, the legislative session began this week. So they hosted a legislative reception in November with more than 12. We had at least 12 elected officials come, which was huge and really exciting for them to spend time with our members, to learn about our public stands. And we had some coalition reps speak as well about some of the work that we're going to be advocating on. Okay. Wow, this is an exciting time to be a part of the JLA. Yes, absolutely. There's just so much going on from all of the different um, councils and volunteers. And, and as we know, there's so much work to be done, you know, in the community supporting and empowering women and children. And so, you know, there's a lot that we've already done this year. And I'm so grateful for all of our volunteers for what they've done and what they will continue to do through the second half of this year. And so there's lots of ways to continue to get plugged in and make a difference and make your voice heard. Absolutely. And so when you think about, again, we're here at the midpoint, what are some of the, everything is notable, obviously, JLA does very important work, but what are some of the things, um, I guess, uh, that are coming up this month that are very important that we'd like to highlight for our audience? Yeah, so one um, really exciting um that hopefully all who are members um, have seen and and read through is that we approved the board of directors approved our strategic plan mm-hmm. at our in October and so we are in the process of really talking about our new strategic plan, um, making sure that all members are aware and you know all of our leaders are moving in the direction of the strategic plan and so. We at our GMM in February, which is, um, and you know, will be a great opportunity for all members to come and see the plan, hear more details about the plan, 
um, and then kind of the direction of the league in the next three years, because this is year one of a three-year strategic plan. So I think okay. that first and foremost is so, um, is something that we're really proud of that, you know, and, and really want members to engage in and to understand. And so we have three main goals of the strategic plan. It's membership experience, because we know that we want to prioritize that experience for all of our members. Okay. Um, community impact, uh, prioritizing the work that we're doing in the community, and then operational excellence. So really ensuring that we're operating and managing um, effectively. And so we have um, goal statements underneath those three areas. And then we have um, strategies in order to achieve our goals and metrics as well of success that we'll be tracking. And so I think those are all really important things for members to be looking at and for members to be engaged in and understanding where we are, where we are going and how their membership mm -hmm. plays a part in that. Okay. Um, so that is something that is coming up in terms of, you know, at the GMM, we'll be talking about that. I think this month in particular, um, we are so um, excited about our Little Black Dress Initiative, which will be mm -hmm. happening. The Little Black Dress Initiative week is January 22nd. Um, so that week of that, of the 22nd, all members that have signed up to be little black dress advocates will be wearing myself included and you included as well. Yes, I'm looking forward um, to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll be wearing the same black dress every day for five days with our button. Ask me about my dress. We'll be raising critical funds for the junior league, talking about our mission and action, talking about our community impact work. And it's just such a great way to if you're a member to plug in and really both be trained in critical skills, like how to fundraise, how to speak about our work, but then also um, learning as well about you know, critical ways that the junior league supports women and children in Atlanta, because we talk about statistics, we talk about data, we talk about our impact, and then really meeting other women. And that's part of the, right. the reason why I love this initiative is because it, it does so many things with one, you know, sign up, just being an advocate, you get to do so many things. And so I've done it almost every year since it started. Yeah. And it's always allowed me to meet other women, different women every year, you know, participate, and you kind of go through this shared experience together. And we're really excited that Northside Hospital is our presenting yes. sponsor this year. So we're so grateful that they have given us $10,000 to, um, as part of the little black dress initiative to just right. show our impact and action. Um, we're going to be highlighting really important health um, statistics and how Northside is, you know, this incredible hospital here that is helping um, women and children in our community. So yes, really excited that they're working with us on that this year. Yes. And that $10,000 donation is huge. Mm -hmm. That really says a lot. Um, can you give us, because People may be listening and they may say, oh, wow, um, I'd like to be a part of the, you know, the Little Black Dress Initiative. Is it too late for others to get involved? It is not. We still have the sign up open. It's on the member homepage. So definitely, if you do want to participate, um, go ahead and sign up because I think the sooner the better because we're going to be setting up individual fundraising pages. You know, you receive critical training on what the week looks like. And so definitely would love to have more women sign up and be advocates with us. We have over 50 now, which is awesome. And mm -hmm. uh, definitely want to grow that if possible. Um, but would love to have, you know, sign up sooner rather than later so you can get all the, the good information and be set up for success. 
Right. And that is something um, I'm also I'm really looking forward to it because just to bring awareness to um, the needs of women and children. And again, it does highlight, you know, the purpose of the Junior League. And then, you know, as we've said, you know, getting together with other women, you know, we all have something in common, this important cause and just being supportive to one another um, as we bring awareness to those in need. And so um, in closing, um, Chris, um, anything else? Did you want to speak about anything else that's coming up or just anything else you'd like to highlight um, since this is the second half of your year as president? Yes, absolutely. There are a few more things I would love to talk through with y'all um, and just make sure that everyone is aware of. So we, our internal operations and fund development council have been working really hard to raise critical revenue for the league um, throughout the year already. And y'all, all of our members have been so supportive, whether it's coming to our literacy walk, which was a great fundraiser that we had in November, um, donating to the annual fund. Um, but we have a lot more coming up this spring that we need both members as well as outside um, friends of the league to participate in. And so we have an ambitious goal for our annual fund this year. We want to raise $175,000. So if you're listening and if not donated to the annual fund, please consider um, a generous gift this year. Um, the annual fund, and this is something that we will talk more about at the GMM as well, really supports the operations of the league. You know, And so our dues only cover so much when it comes to you know, keeping our headquarters up, having um, staff capacity, um, all of our community impact work. You know, we do so many things throughout the year and our dues do not cover our entire annual operating budget. And so the annual fund and that $175,000 is a, an amazing way for us to continue to ensure that the league is sustainable for years to come, um, as well as our fundraisers. And so this spring we have two exciting fundraisers coming up. Um, the Toast of Atlanta will be on March yes. 3rd at 1705 West. Um, and 1705 West is, we're so excited about this venue. It is Meals on Wheels is brand new um, event space. And so okay. Meals on Wheels has been a longtime partner of the Junior League. They're a placement. We have women serving with Meals on Wheels on the weekends. Um, and they have this space um, where their headquarters is, and it's right off between Northside and Howell Mill. Um, and they rent it out um, and proceeds all go to Meals on Wheels. And so we really wanted to have our events in partnership with um, more of our community partners this year so that members could see these spaces, could actually be out and understanding our impact. And so um, Toast will be there. And it's an awesome event, beautiful venue, really aligns well with the theme of Toast, um, which is a fun, festive night out um, mm -hmm. with an auction, with amazing food and drinks. And so it'll be really, really beautiful. And I'm excited for people to come um, bring plus ones, bring friends. It is meant to be an external event. So please, please, you know, okay. tell your friends and your networks about this. Um, and then the spirit of volunteerism luncheon, this is our first time having a, this type of a, a luncheon. We, um, it is going to be on May 2nd at Piedmont Park Conservancy, which is also a partner of the Junior League. It'll be in their Greystone room. Okay. And the spirit of volunteerism luncheon is a fundraising luncheon that will showcase the impact that volunteers have in our community. And so we will be giving out awards. We will do some of our external awards that we typically do at the GMM. Some of those will be given at this event, um, as well as our donor advised fund award that every year we 
you know, we have a donor advised fund committee that is made up of some members who work with the community foundation to direct some funds that we have there to a non-placement agency of emerging need. And we're going to be giving out that award at this luncheon. Um, and so we'll have a, also a, a fund the mission. So we'll have an auctioneer that will you know, do a fun paddle raise, get people excited. And so we nice. have a lot of revenue at that event as well. So please, please mark your calendars. Both tickets for those are already available on the website. But for the luncheon in particular, we're looking for um, tables, hosts as well. So if your business or your wherever you work or you have an, you know, a connection to some type of a sponsor you'd want to buy a table, that would be a great way to get plugged in as well. Okay. Goodness. So yes, lots of fun things coming up. I'm looking forward to that. I'm taking notes so I know to go in and schedule and buy my tickets and things of that nature. I'm excited. So this is good. And again, all of these events, you mentioned external events for other people from the community can come in, get a closer look at the Junior League of Atlanta, possibly join the Junior League of Atlanta. We can always use uh, more great women to plug in and to help out in the community. So thank you again, Chris, for coming on. It's always great to have you on to um, hear about the important work um, Jelly is doing as well as um, your huge contribution. Um, we know that the position as president is nothing to take lightly and you're in there and you're just doing a great job. So we really appreciate, you know, all of your sacrifice. Well, I'm so grateful to all of our members and all of our partners and friends of the league, because we truly could not do any of the work that we do without um, all of our members and all of our um, amazing sponsors and agencies, placement agencies, and, um, you know, our, the theme of our strategic plan or the name of the plan really is empowering women to transform the Atlanta community together. And so that is what we are all about. That's what we're looking, you know, the next three years to just continue that legacy of empowering women to transform the Atlanta community together. And so are grateful for you, for all that you do and for all of our members. Um, and anyone listening for joining us on this you know, incredible journey, because we know the need is, is there and coming together. We really believe we can make that difference. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you again. And um, join us on our next episode of JLA Inside Out. The Junior League of Atlanta is a dynamic organization of women who are committed to making a lasting and transformative impact on our community. We develop and train our members to become informed volunteers who take on unique and targeted service opportunities. As a diverse group of women, we live, work, and play in Atlanta and believe community involvement will make the largest impact. With over 100 years of service, you would be hard-pressed to find an organization in Atlanta that has not been impacted by a woman in the Junior League of Atlanta. Thank you for listening to this episode of JLA Inside Out. If you have feedback, thoughts, or questions, we would love to hear from you. Please reach out to us at insideout at jlatlanta.org.